What is up, my people? This is the Sportatorium. This is JJ. I am live in your eardrums from Dallas, Texas, where the Dallas Stars won a semi-important uh, round-robin game for seeding. Um, that in itself is a whole different topic because number one social media buzz was oh it's not important it's just seating it's just this it's just that um it is important it is important for many reasons number one you have to put everything out on the line with your top talent right you need to see what they can do if you can't get them going in these games, these games for seeding in the playoffs, that's not a good sign. I don't care if you're first, eighth, 24th, 30th, whatever. This wonky little playoff format this year anyway. And again, that's a whole different thing on its own. But it's important for confidence. It's important for the coaches to see what they're bringing to the table. And it's important for the players so that they can start getting their feet under them and bringing their A game for whoever they may face. Fact of the matter is, with the Stars winning last night and facing Calgary, they need to bring their A game. Uh, ben Bishop and Tyler Sagan were both unfit to play. Don't know what's going on with them. They've kept pretty tight-lipped about uh, injuries and whatnot in the bubble. That's cool. Um, not so much concern of mine. I just want to know that they'll be all right come Tuesday for the Flames. Uh, don't tell the Calgary Flames that these games haven't mattered. Actually, don't tell any of them that have been playing for their lives at all. That's what they need to be doing, is playing for their lives. If you aren't there to give it your all, even if these games, quote-unquote, don't matter, why are you there? Um, you got to get your legs under you if you're a player. you got to isolate the players that cannot make plays and the ones that can if you're the coach. They do matter. The seeding may not matter. Maybe not. Because at least they're in. And it doesn't matter if you're first playing the 8th, second playing the 7th, whatever. You bring your A game no matter who you're facing. So in that sense, maybe it doesn't matter. But for confidence, for seeing who's going to play, this matters. Because... Let's let's look at the Stars, for example. They had all kinds of trouble scoring. All kinds. Um, I believe... Maybe I'm mistaken, but I believe the only game that they scored more than one goal, the Stars, besides last night, was against the Golden Knights. And that's a scary look. You know, it brings to mind the question, can they score at all? Is the coach to blame for the scoring issues? Are the players to blame for the scoring issues? Is it just not going to happen this year? 
And they have Joe Pavelski even. This is a team that's quote-unquote loaded. It's a team that is great on paper. And they don't show up. So this these games are absolutely important before the games that really matter start Tuesday. Every game matters. Because it's a chance for the players to get their legs back under them, as I said. The coaching as well. Even though they're not on the ice, they got to implement the strategy to beat uh, the hot teams and the teams they're playing against. They absolutely do matter. And that irked me the whole time that the round-robin tournament and exhibition games were going on. They absolutely do matter. Seeding doesn't matter, because at least you're in. If... I mean, okay. The seeding is... Supposed to be best versus worst. And, well, when it comes to the one versus the the last seed. It's, it's an even competition, yes. But when you look at one versus eight, you expect number eight to lose. Because number one is, well, number one. They are just that dang good. And they're going to bring their effort. They're going to bring their A game. That is a given. That is why the Stars needed to bring their A game to beat the Blues. There's a little bit of revenge in there too, at least in my eyes, as far as last year's playoffs in the Stanley Cup. You know, we were one game away. We, I'm not on the ice with them. The Stars were one game away from beating them. Maybe even one play away from beating them last year. And they went on to win the Stanley Cup. So they got a lot to prove, too. They really do. Are they a one-hit wonder? We don't know. They were number one before the COVID thing hit. So don't write them off just yet. You know? Absolutely, these things matter. And it's perturbing, disturbing, all those other ing words. Um, so the stars sit... In play against Calgary on Tuesday. A team in which they played three times. A team in which they defeated once. Now, this is David versus Goliath in my eyes. Calgary has two wins against the Stars in three games. I do not know the scores of each game. But I do know that that shins, that shins that sends a shiver down my spine. That's what I was trying to say. Because that stat alone is not good. Two losses in three games against Calgary. Johnny Gaudreau, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan. Uh, Monaghan, ooh. It's going to be a, a match for the ages. And the Flames were heating up anyway. No pun intended. It's going to be a show. It's going to be a good game. And again, with no crowd, I see a benefit in that there will be no distractions. I mean, it won't be the same with the noise helping them. Maybe 
getting them excited, you know, moving them right along. But at the same time, they can focus on the task at hand, on the ice, doing their thing. <sighs> These games don't matter. That's bull. Yeah, the opening round officially starts Tuesday for the Stars. But they absolutely do matter because you want to see everybody chugging along. Um, what concerns me is Ben Bishop and um, Tyler Sagan being unfit to play. Now, given given the, the injury thing, as I said, everybody's keep keeping tight lips about it. There may not be something major. They may have just sat on because um, precautionary measures. Who knows? Uh, ben Bishop could have aggravated something. That's kind of been his history. I don't know. But anyway, it, it absolutely does matter. And, you know, one thing that I smiled about when Dennis Gurianov won this, the game in the shootout for the Stars... It showed me that the uh, the youngsters can play too when they really want to. Anton Hadobin was a brick wall. It was beautiful. I absolutely love Anton. So do we. So do the rest of our fan base. The rest of the fan base in Dallas. We we absolutely love Anton Hadobin. He is a national treasure in our eyes. He is he is a guy that needs to be brought back. Because he will stand on his head if it means helping the Stars win. Um, I want to see them win. I want to see them fight the Calgary Flames to the very end. I want to see, oh my goodness, David versus Goliath. The, the Flames are heating up. The Stars are kind of fizzled out. Maybe a little bit. Maybe they're starting to heat up. I don't know. But the way everybody has this built up, oh, the Flames are going to beat the Stars in five, six, seven games. I love an underdog story. For the Dallas Stars, that's exactly what this is. Oh, they're nobody. They're not going to win anything. They can't score. Okay. That may be true. But if they keep you from scoring with that defense that they have... Miro Haskin and John Klingberg, Stephen Johns. Woo. Essa Lindell. I'm probably missing somebody. Yeah, I am missing somebody. But you get the point. If they can keep you under wraps, if they can keep a lid on your offense, then you're done. All they have to do is score one or two. And I kind of want to see them open up. I mean, they should play their game, yes, but they're going to have to bend a little bit for the Flames because they play their own style. And I, I really do. I want to see the Stars open up on them and just beat the li living snot out of them. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Could it happen? Absolutely. Underdog story. I love it. That is why all the games mattered for the Dallas Stars. They should just show up and show out. And I really hope they do. I hope none of the 
unfit to play players were actually hurt. I hope it was precautionary. We'll see Tuesday. Um, one and two against the Flames in the regular season. That means nothing at this point. Because, again, it's all about the effort they put in now. That is why, again, those games matter. Who are we going to see deliver the final nail in the coffin when the game comes down to one minute remaining in the third period? They need everybody. They need all hands on deck. They need Anton Hadobin. I imagine he's going to get the start because of the way things seem to be going with Ben Bishop. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Not on the inside, so there's that. But they all have to be on deck. All hands on deck. They have to be ready for battle. The flames are hot. The stars could put them out right now. By put them out, I mean squash their their hot streak. It all means nothing when the chips are on the table. All the past is the past. And, you know, I can't imagine what it's done for their confidence to take down the Blues. The Blues are kind of floundering. Are they going to survive Vancouver? I would say yes. I really would because they know a little bit about overcoming the odds. You know, I'm not going to discount them either. It's, it's just, ugh. They all matter. All the games matter. And I can't wait to see what happens starting Tuesday. Will the Stars win in four games? Absolutely not. Will they win in five? Maybe. Will they win in six? It's possible. Will they win in seven? Who knows? But we need all hands on deck. Radulov, Sagan, Dickinson. We need all of them. Foxa, Corey Perry, I would like to see more out of. Um, and, you know, furthermore, do you pay the guys that are becoming free agents based on their performance now? You know, that's one thing that I see that the virus did in a positive way. Or in a positive light. However you want to say that. It. It kind of made everything. More urgent. They have to finish the playoffs. In this amount of time. To make the season happen. They have to do this. They have to do that. Well it kind of puts the pressure on the players. To perform. Who are becoming free agents as well. I don't know if it's more pressure or not. But. You know, you got to you got to show up to play. The draft's coming up. Maybe this will solidify their place on the team. Who knows? But given that Summer is knocking on their door, and which, which sucks, by the way, because now the next season will be shorter, I don't know if they'll be able to rebound from that. That'd be good to find out. Um, it, it just it's a blessing in disguise you know you see how they're gonna f- play without fans who definitely have an impact on the game 
You see how they're going to play when it matters. The the exhibition games around Robin and now going into the opening round of the playoffs. It all matters. Don't ever say it doesn't. And this is where I find out, and many of us find out, what our team's made of. I'm going to take a little break. I'll be right back. Um... Talk a little bit of wrestling, short show, give you a little bit of motivation for your week, and then that's going to cover it. So I'll be right back. If you stuck around this long, thanks for listening. Talk to you in a bit. Hey, it's JJ. We're back in the Sportatorium. I was just looking at all the playoffs and all this. It looks like it's going to be crazy. Blue Jackets will face the Lightning tomorrow at 2. Tomorrow at 4.30, the Flames will take on the Stars. Go, Stars. The Hurricanes will take on the Bruins at 7. Um, Blackhawks and Golden Knights, 9.30. Good grief. Uh, the Islanders and Capitals go Wednesday, 2 p.m. Coyotes and Avalanche, Wednesday at 4.30. According to Google, by the way, so that's probably Eastern. I don't know. The Blues and Canucks will start their series 9.30 on Wednesday. Wow. Poor guys. The Flyers will take on the Canadians. Flyers are heavy favorites, so it'd be fun to see how that goes. Um, And that's the end of your game one for each. Game two will be Thursday for uh, many of the same teams. I guess all of them. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, game two looks to be Thursday for the aforementioned teams. As I'm watching this, I'm watching the Blues and the Stars and... The Stars give up the first goal of the game. Like, lickety-split. Um, that is a little bit scary to me. Because they're really good at doing that. And it's really frustrating seeing that. But, you know, they can they can put that fire out by playing better defense. If you're going to give up the... Uh, the first goal of the game within the la- the next. Or if you're gonna give up the first goal of the game within the first thirty seconds of the game, which they tend to do, it's either thirty seconds to a minute into the game, the stars give up the first goal. If you're gonna do that, play a tighter defense, and then hustle to the puck more, so that you have more offensive chances. Maybe easier said than done. I don't know how you make them hungrier for the puck. But it it seems like a simple fix on this side of the coin. On this side of the crowd, I should say. Whatever you want to call it. If they have such talented players, Coach Rick Bonus needs to light a fire under their butts. And I think maybe that's how you wrap up the Flames. You play some hard defense on them. You play physical. 
If you get Monahan and uh, Goudreau a little roughed up, might be fine. Hard to tell. Um, but, you know, you've got to fight fire with fire. No pun intended. And that's what the Stars seem to do against the Blues. Um, they, they bottle them up. Like, it was a tight, tight game, but sometimes they get tight, you know? Um, I don't know what the, what else to say. I believe in them. I know they got it in them. And, you know, it's just going to be fun to see. Maybe I'm just happy hockey's back. I don't freaking know. But I love the underdog story of the Stars versus the Flames. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't even be that way if you think about it. It's three versus eight or six or whatever the case may be. I've seen arguments over that on social media too. Um, don't underestimate the stars because when they're fired up, they are fired up. They're hard to beat. Uh, my prediction on that, maybe the stars take it in seven. At the very worst, I think the Flames beat them in five. As much as I hate to say it. No, six. I think the Flames beat them in six. And if the Stars play as hard as I know they can, they can win in seven. I do think it's going seven games. I think once they get their legs back under them, I think they're going to be a dangerous team. Uh, and... Anton Hadobin's going to show you why he should be paid. Why they should keep him. I wouldn't go cheap on this guy. You know, he's bailed the stars out on many occasions. Be it the Blues or anybody else. And look at his save percentage. It's up there in the top of the league. He's nothing to scoff at. And the stars should treat him as such. Um... Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like the stars are ter terribly under underrated words, including by me, because I'm, I'm a little scared about their scoring issues. But I believe in them. I, it's, it might be a stupid, contradictory thing to say, but I think they got it in them to win. They got to dig deep. They got to... Play shutdown defense if that's what they so choose to do. It might be because they're a defense t uh, first team. But they got it in them. They can do it. And, you know, you might have to call in the Calvary too. Call up somebody from the, the minors. Joel, uh, Yoel Kivaranta, I guess is how you say his name. He played last night against the Blues or yesterday afternoon depending on where you're at. Um, put in more people like that. You know, if you gotta. Let them play. Throw them into the fire. No pun intended again. It just put in whoever's hungry and do the damn thing. It's not that hard. I, 
At least not from my point of view. I can't imagine being a coach. I feel for him too. Everybody says he's not cut out to be a coach. Or a head coach, rather. I've seen that all across social media. His record speaks for himself. He's not cut out to be a head coach. Yeah, okay. But he also doesn't... He also doesn't deserve that criticism because the talent that he has coached. Maybe he hasn't had the, the talent to match up to what he's trying to get them to play. I firmly believe you have players out there that will fit certain coaching schemes. You really do. Uh, they're teaching Tyler Sagan how to be a little bit more defensive. Or they have taught him that. That's what I've read and heard. That's cool. Jamie Benn, God only knows where he's at mentally. Or if he's even struggling mentally. I don't know. But there was a time where he uh, he just stood around versus the Blues yesterday. And I, I, <laughs> I was not happy to say the least. I shook my head. Face palmed. I don't know. I don't know how you fire... I don't know how you fire him up. Or if you can fire him up. But they do still need all hands on deck. It might even be worth reevaluating. Do the stars keep him as captain? I don't know. Um, I'm scared for him in that, that regard. I I don't think he's going to get traded. He has a no-compete clause, so there's that. He has to agree to be traded. He has to agree where to be traded, if they trade him at all. But, you know, that, there needs to be a no-excuses attitude from here on out. And yes, they can beat the Flames. I would be I would be trying every way possible to light a fire under their butts. You know, hearing oh you can't beat the flames, oh you can't beat the flames. That's enough for me to get mad and be like, yeah, okay, watch me. That's me though. Um I don't know. I'm excited though. Win or lose, I'll still be a fan of the Stars. Uh, they they mean a lot to me for many, many reasons. And it goes beyond hockey. Um, so I hope they win. I believe in them. Um, I don't know how you fix the offensive issues they have, but I hope they do. I hope uh, Anton Hedovin continues to play to his fullest ability and that the Stars can bail him out once in a while. And make sure that he has everything he needs. Scoring, defense. He can't do it all himself. And for that matter, the blame, if they lose a game or two, should not be solely put on him either. I say that for myself, my own benefit, and for others. There's 23 guys on that team that will all either succeed together or they will all fail together. Um, 
I want to see how this carries out in the next season as well. How short's the next season going to be? When is it going to start? I don't know. I've heard December, some mess like that. I don't know. I'm nervous for him, though, because of the the weird playoffs this this season. The interruption of the season. I'm kind of not feeling it, but I hope they are. You know, I, I just want to see them win. It's a nice break away from the COVID news and politics and everything like that. And it's just something to cheer for. You know, um, people have been on them too. Oh, you lost because you took a knee. No, that's not how it goes. They took a knee because they wanted to support their brothers and sisters, you know, of different race and whatever. You can't label them bad people because they took a knee, okay? People have family that are of different races. They have friends, people close. It's not the end of the world to take a knee to support that cause. Some of them, probably all of them, have even donated to those causes. People just need to calm down. They do have freedoms to be human. They are human. And they should be treated as such. And that goes for everybody that's been bullied or victims of brutality in any way. People just need to lighten up. I don't know how you get people to see that either, but they do. Taking a knee is not a reason anybody lost. Taking a knee is not any reason that they've had quote-unquote karma hit them and now they're hurt or whatever. Come on, people. You say that across social media? Really? Look, I'm not trying to get political by any means because that's not a winning battle. You know, everybody points fingers at the, the other side. So it's not a winning battle. But we're all humans. Political party aside, color aside, we're all humans. We all bleed the same. And I'm not going to berate somebody for them living life the way, the way they want to live. They have the freedom to do so. So do it. Support your people. Support your neighbors. Love thy neighbor. It says that in the freaking Bible. And I don't mind them kneeling and showing support and donating to whatever. Good. Spread the love. Spread the positivity. Just make sure you know what you're supporting. It's that simple. Oy. Go Stars. That's all I can say, man. I'm proud of my team. You know, they, they found a little bit of fight against the Blues. It was good to see. I see the Vegas Golden Knights on the NBC Sports hockey commercial, or I guess it's AT&T, one or the other. I don't know. But that's that's hilarious, too. I love seeing that. You know, it, it's good. Hockey's good for the soul. Sports are good for the soul. It's good to see people having an escape. That's what matters to me. Let them live how they want to live and let them be your escape. 
Everybody's too critical of everybody else. I've said all I can say on that. I said all I want to say. Go Stars. Beat the Flames. Seven games. I don't care how many games it takes you to beat them. Just beat the Flames. And that's it. I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to talk a little bit of uh, wrestling. And then I'll give you some motivation, as I said before, to end the show. And that'll be that. Again, if you stuck around this long, thanks for listening. I'll be right back. So WWE SmackDown's caught my eye. They have a new faction that came in and destroyed everything on SmackDown. After the show, supposedly. We don't know because we're not there. Um, they came in and masked. They all had masks on. Um, they cut the ring ropes with a chainsaw. Chainsaw was magically under the ring. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll tell you what. I believe they're called Retribution. I don't know who any of them are. But they seem to be rebellious people, and I love it. Okay? It's something new. They seem to be going towards the edgier content. WWE, that is. And I'm not going to criticize it till I see more of it. I'm not going to criticize it at all. Because it's entertainment, y'all. Unless you can do a flip or fall or whatever better than they can, don't criticize it. We're fans. Stay fans. Enjoy the product. Enjoy everything they do for you. Because they're just living their dream. Um... But, you know, as I said, I, I believe it's called a Retribution. I don't know who it is. I don't know why it is. But they showed up on SmackDown, and it's got me curious. You know, if, if I can't see my girl Lacey Evans every week, which, you know, the virus thing, I understand. She's got a kid. And you don't want the kid susceptible to that. Or, I mean, exposed to that, rather. That's fine. And yeah, I do watch wrestling for people. I don't watch it for necessarily the whole show. I want to see my favorite people doing their thing and enjoying themselves. And AEW, that's what they seem to do. As I said with my boy JR uh, on the last episode. That's all I want to see. I want to see people having fun. Don't care if it's WWE, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Don't care if it's AEW. I don't care if it's... Uh, what is it called? World Class Revolution Wrestling. Here in Dallas. I just want to see them do what they do. And have fun. Um, because that's their dream. You know, much like this is mine. I have fun doing the podcast. I have fun talking. I don't know who all listens. I don't know if anybody listens. But, eventually this will all pay off. And that's kind of what I feel like they might think, too. Eventually, regardless of what they're doing, it'll all pay off. And that's the attitude you got to have. you got to work for everything you want. I don't have the guts to say any of them suck. Because they're all underestimated in some way. Maybe they're all uh, heavily leaned on in some way. In 
well, in some companies. So I don't have the guts to say any of them suck. There are parts that I don't find entertaining because it's the same people, same week or every week. I'll turn it off. I don't watch shows live anymore. Why well, do that when I can DVR it and watch it in my spare time? Uh, fast forward through commercials and segments I don't like. Um, but I'll still support them. You know, it's for me, it's not based on what they do so much on TV. Because I know that writers are in charge of this, that, and the other. And I, I just know that a lot of it's not their fault. I love people for their attitudes. Lacey Evans has a great attitude. She tries to spread positivity. Uh, Drew McIntyre on Raw. Or is he on SmackDown? See, I don't even know. Because I fast forward through so much of the shows trying to see the people I want to see. WWE. Screw it. Um, TV. WWE TV. Drew McIntyre, Lacey Evans, Finn Balor. Those are the people I watch. Because of their attitudes. You know, they, they try to be positive. They try to be happy. They try to just work. That's what you do. You work. And eventually your efforts will get noticed. In that world. At least I hope. If not by the big company. Then by somebody else. I can't knock them for doing what they were asked to do. I can't knock them for being happy in a position. Because that's just what they do. That's just what they want to do. Um, I couldn't tell you what happened storyline-wise. But I'd, I'd watch for the people. I'll watch and see what they're doing, and then I'll keep track. I know Monday night has Seth Rollins going nuts as the Monday Night Messiah. I probably will not watch that tonight. I will speed right through it because I find Seth Rollins annoying. Um, he's a heel. That's what he's supposed to be. Yeah. No, he's just outright annoying to me. Um, I hate to say it because so many people are fans of Becky Lynch. But I find her annoying. And it's not her fault. It's just the writers. Oh, she's so good. She has to be in your face. Every week. She doesn't. Keep her fresh. Uh, I don't want to seem rude about it, but I'm glad she had to leave. Because I don't want to hate her, you know? Uh, she's a strong chick. She's got a... She's got the attitude, finally. She's tired of people walking all over her. I love it. Good stuff. But much like Bailey and Sasha Banks... And like Booker T said about them, if you see them so much, you're not going to understand why you have to see them so much. You're just going to get sick of people. That's why I watch multiple companies. Like, I can't, I can't watch the same show over and over and over again. I will get bored with it. Do I watch every week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, again... I watch for certain people. Um, all over the place. That's just how I roll, though. 
I appreciate the fact that there's other wrestlers in the crowds for each of the shows. I don't know about Impact because I don't think I even get Impact down here in Texas. Um, maybe I do. I don't know. But I appreciate the fact that there's wrestlers in the crowd supporting who they support. Mostly because it's not canned noise. It's not piped in crowd noise. Um, I hope they're treated right in AEW. They seem to be. They seem to be like. Uh, they seem to be willing to support their brothers and sisters in the ring. And I like that. And I've seen many rumors that WWE doesn't treat their people very well. I don't know. Can't speak on that. Not in there. If it is the case, I hope they fix it. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's not. You know, people blow everything out of proportions a lot of times. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's just blown out of proportion. I guess because that's the cool thing to do. I don't know. But, you know, um, what stood out to me the last couple shows with SmackDown was Jeff Hardy. They're working on an angle with him trying to overcome alcoholism. Um, for the edginess, okay. But for the personal type um, level, I really don't like it. Unless he's comfortable with it, why do you have to do that? Um, it, it almost seems like negative aspects of people's lives have to be, and I mean have to be, brought to light. And I feel for the guy. And maybe that's what they want from you. Probably is. They want you to be behind him and boo the heel, which was Seamus. But on a personal level, is it okay with Jeff Hardy? Matt Hardy doesn't even like it. Um, he's voiced his opinion on uh, Twitter many a times. And good on Matt. Uh, I hope Jeff comes out of this all right. I've seen rumors that Jeff doesn't want to re-sign with WWE. Maybe this is a reason why. I don't blame him. I really don't. Um, they had they had a chance to bring in the Hardy Boys again to do something big. And for whatever reason, they wrote them off, it seems like, a short time after they re-signed. Like, why? I don't know the ins and outs. I really don't. I'm not going to pretend to have uh, inside information. But why bring them back if you're just going to write them off? It's, it's sad to me. I, I hate the fact that they feel like they have to sign everybody under the sun and then a lot of those people are just sat on the sidelines. It's like you're afraid of the competition so you sign everybody you can because you have the money. Maybe that's the New York Yankees of wrestling. I don't know. But it's sad. Um... 
So I hope Jeff wins. I'll always cheer on Lacey Evans, whether she makes it in WWE or not. Uh, that is a heck of a lady. You should look her up. Macy Estrella. She's she's awesome. So is Jeff. I've watched Jeff since I was like maybe 15. And I believe he's not that much older than me. I think he's 40-ish. So, there you go. Uh, I will not be watching Monday Night Raw. I will probably watch pieces of it. We'll talk about that, I guess, on Wednesday. Maybe I'll have my boy JR on. That would be awesome. Uh, we'll talk AEW and all that stuff. But, you know, I just wanted to go over the, the wrestling and, and say to watch who you want to watch. Watch for whatever reason you like to watch. And just enjoy it. Um, as much as I hate to say it, the sports and the kneeling, that's fine. But it's just entertainment. There are people living out their dreams playing the sports. Unless you're... To be real with you, unless you're actually affected by it. Your opinions are not going to get much of anywhere. It really won't. Just makes you look foolish on social media because you're mad about it. Or you're mad about the other way. You know, they have freedom. Let them be free. Let them do what they do. Keep watching because it's entertainment. That's all it is. And be happy you have something to hear about and read about and watch besides what's on the news. Because with the COVID, with the politics, with everything going on, if you focus on the wrong thing, you might drive yourself nuts. And that is what Lacey Evans has gone on to say. You have to keep your mind right, especially right now. While all this craziness is going on. I absolutely agree. Um, so yeah. Go Lacey. Go Jeff Hardy. That's my real synopsis <laughs> of the wrestling action. Except for AEW, which is a little bit more on the sporting side, I think. How about Jeff Hardy getting into a fight? Not Jeff, sorry, Matt Hardy getting into a fight and getting bloody. That that adds some realism, man. I gotta give props to them too for the realism the the realism aspect of it. You know, there comes a time when people just go, okay, this is too cartoony. Okay, this is too cheesy. And they want something new. Watch it all. You'll you'll get something new. And you can't complain. That's all I'm going to say on that. Man, I've had enough rambling. So we're about to close out the show with a little bit of positivity for you. Um, I'll be right back. In a world that is consumed by the virus. 
In a world that has seen college football teams cancel their season, baseball teams postpone a series, sports postpone or cancel parts of their series. How are you keeping your mind right? For me, I watch other avenues of entertainment. I watch gaming stuff. I create gaming stuff. I, well, gaming content on YouTube. Um, I watch wrestling because I like the fights. I like to see what they're fighting for and I like to relate to what they're fighting for in a way because you can learn something for from them. The good versus the evil, the underdog story, all of it. It all has some sort of positivity in it. And most of all, it's an escape. Um, I do gaming videos on YouTube. I said that. Wrestling, music is big for me. My, um, my playlist is a little bit crazy. I have everything from Chicago to Limp Biscuit to a ZZ Top song covered by Brad Paisley to everything in between. Um, there is nothing better in my mind to let loose on than video games and music. Uh, my top playlist right now consists of Skillet, consists of Keith Urban, consists of, um, well, I'll be honest, there's a little Eminem in there, Lose Yourself, it's probably one of my favorite songs he ever did, because I like the message, or at least what I feel is the message behind it. Um... And that's how I keep my mind right. Like, I just went to the eye doctor, uh, what was it, a week or so ago? Two weeks ago? I don't even remember now. But, you know, I was out in that crap, um, seeing what businesses have to do because of safety precautions because of the virus. I had a mask on. I had an eye appointment. They dilated my eyes. They checked the eye pressure that I have to deal with. And I'm sure, I don't know how, I, that's new to me, I'll be honest with you. So, if they do that now, then everybody probably has to deal with it. But, you know, I haven't had to deal with it before the last maybe five years. So, in the last five years, I've had, that's new to me. Um, so, they, they tried to put numbing stuff in my eyes so they could use the laser to check my eye pressure. And then they wanted to dilate my eyes so they could look inside them because I'm in a wheelchair. I cannot stand up to get to the, the machine where they can see inside your eyes. My eyes were flooded with that crap because of the mask. And they couldn't check the pressure, but they, the, the guy could see inside my eyes. So I guess that was the important part. It was hell. Like, I was worn out. I was not in a good mood. 
because I had all that crap flooding my eyes. Sounds like a poor pitiful me thing. Yes, I'm aware. But I couldn't see. And it kind of makes you wonder. You know, are we doing this right? Is it going to be okay, even with the vaccine? That's supposedly coming, who knows? But you know, that, that stuff brings me down. All this concern over this, that, and the other thing. You know, why, why can't we just live? Is my question to you. And content creating on YouTube, video games, shoot, writing this podcast is a creative outlet for me. Um, I don't care if it's Monday, Sunday, whatever day. If I have a chance to do a podcast with somebody or on my own, I will do it. Because it keeps my mind right and, and it's fueling my dream to be on radio. Um, and I appreciate all the people that listen to me. I appreciate all the people that talk to me on social media. By the way, JJN09 on Twitter and Devil J Media on Facebook. Um... There are times when when life gets rough, but we have to dig deep. Find our, uh, what's the word? Find our reason to fight, for lack of a better term. Um, My point behind the, the rambling on the virus is, is it really as bad as it seems? Can we say that for sure? In my mind's eye, no, we can't. Nothing is ever certain. Ever. Not, are we immune to the virus? Not, can I catch the virus if I have the the vaccine? Not, am I going to wake up tomorrow? Nothing is ever certain. And you can take all the precautions you want to protect yourself. That doesn't mean you're not going to get it. And furthermore, if you want to take the precautions, that doesn't make you a bad person either. We need to stop criticizing each other and we need to start lifting each other up. I don't get why it's so hard. Um, I don't understand why you see people crying on social media about the way somebody shows support for something. You can support anything you want. You have the freedom to do it, so do it. What I or anybody else has to say about it is none of your business. It's none of your concern. Because I'm gonna support what I support no matter what you say. And you're going to support what you support, no matter what I say. So just live. Stop putting your nose where it doesn't belong. Stop taking that, too, for that matter. Live. Um, Keeping my mind right. Music. Writing. 
content creation on YouTube. There's other outlets. Don't let yourself get in the funk that you might be working towards because there's a little negativity going on. Like, we got this. If you need some lifting up, come to me. I'll lift you up. I don't mind. JJN09 on Twitter. You know, it's all right. This world is going nuts, and we're letting it. By bending over backwards to every little thing. By, it almost feels like pandering. Oh, we have to do it this way because this person said so. How do you feel we have to do things? How do you feel you have to do things? Keep doing the things you are doing to be successful because your success is all that matters. It's okay to be selfish. Stop worrying about everybody else and worry about you. You know, we're not all entitled to the things that it seems like everybody believes we're entitled to. You know, taking down this and that, putting up this and that. Folks, come on. You can bury history, but if you don't learn from it, you're still going to repeat it. <laughs> the NHL. <laughs> Talking about thank you fans. They have fans in the crowd for, uh, for that. For the St. Louis and Stars game. That's hilarious. That is gold. Um, you see? It's the funny little things like that. You know, live a little. Have some fun. Lift your, your brother and sister up beside you. Don't put them down. And don't bend over backwards for them either. Help thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. That's all you have to do. The Bible doesn't say freaking stop existing. Just love thy neighbor. Love yourself. Honor thy mother and thy father. Don't kill nobody. Don't steal. That's, that's all you got to do. And look at things people have done for you. Return the favor. It's that simple. I tell you what. I had somebody talking to me that was a nurse when I was at the eye doctor. I was afraid to respond to him. Because I didn't want to offend him. And, you know, I, I used to be a guy that never made a stranger. I was friendly with everybody. And I'm afraid to respond to people. We got to stop living in fear. We got to stop living in criticism. Reach out to your, your neighbor. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your strangers across the street. Whatever. Reach out. Show love. Show support. Don't just criticize and victimize. You know, if we showed a little bit more love... I bet you, I bet you we would be a happier society. Showing a little more love to those that need it. I'm not going to generalize a color, a race, a creed, a religion, whatever. Show a little more love and you will get an, a little more love. It's that simple. And if it isn't, just keep showing that love. Because eventually it will be returned to you. 
It's gross. We don't need to apologize for every little thing. You know, it's not our fault ancestors did this and that. Stop apologizing. That's not who we are. We change history by the way we act towards each other. Not by erasing stuff. And just because there's a statue or a ribbon or something doesn't mean that the method of thinking is different or the same. I said that backwards, but you get the picture. A statue, a ribbon, a flag, whatever, does not mean we still think the same way we used to. We're evolving. We need to evolve. And we need to show love because we're all on this planet to do the same thing. Exist and succeed. So lend a hand. Spread some love. Stop griping. Stop apologizing. It's okay. Live. Be you. Be proud to be you. Again, can't hammer this point home enough. Lend a hand. Help somebody that needs it because it'll come back to you. It's all right. I'm not frustrated or anything, really, by it. It's just, come on, people. We are all here to do the same thing. Exist, succeed, live. We shouldn't be trying to stop our, the next person in line from doing that. I don't care what your political beliefs are. I don't care what sports team you love. I don't care what religion you are or even if you're not religious. Kindness. Kindness. That's all we need. Because not a single soul is above anybody else. We're all the same. We might be in positions to show, or to lend a hand, rather. Some of us might be in a better position to lend a hand, but we should lend a hand. It's exactly what we should do. There should be no finger pointing, no laughing, none of that. I don't know. I had to get that off my chest. But that's how I stay positive. You know, music, I surround myself with people I love. I write a little bit. YouTube, video gaming, stuff. I hope you guys can find a way to stay positive. If you need some uplifting, man, just hit me up. JJN09. Let's talk sports, because that's another thing I love to do. My goal is to be in radio or sports writing. That's why I do this podcast. There's not enough time in the day. Well, there shouldn't be enough time in the day put somebody down when we all have our own life to live think about that and thanks for the support I'm going to leave y'all with that and that's the Sportatorium episode for the day thanks for listening